I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. The biggest errors high performers make with their physiology. Guys, good morning. Today, I wanted to talk to you about a subject that I'm super passionate about when it comes to people actualizing their potential, performing at a high level consistently over time to get amazing real world results. So let's dig into all of this and why this pertains to you, even if you don't consider yourself, quote unquote, a high performer. So what is a high performer? So a high performer is someone who has a desire um, or is actualizing a high level of their potential in a given area or field of their life and achieving pretty significant results that the majority of people just simply are not, are not, are not achieving. And I'll caveat this by saying that if you're listening to this and you feel like you're not a high achiever or a high performer in anything yet, don't turn this off because in fact, I would argue that this is as relevant for you if you have a desire to improve the quality of your life and achieve really significant things in your life as someone who's already doing so. Why? Because if you can understand the bottlenecks and the potential obstacles that you will face as you walk this path and recognize them early on, you will have less challenges and less of a grind to get to your results. See, if you just walk into this blindly and you have tons of motivation and hunger to achieve something, but you don't understand what I'm about to share with you, I'm telling you now, you are going to take much longer time frames to achieve what you want, and it's going to be at much more of a significant cost. So when it comes to high performers, so you can think of a high performer as someone who's maybe like a CEO or a professional in, a, in an industry, a doctor, uh, an expert in something, right? Or if you just have aspirations to become really good at something, that is a high performer. Many of you guys listening to this either have aspirations to do so, or you just want to achieve a lot as an entrepreneur, or you're a, you're a professional, or you're a business owner, or you're an entrepreneur, but you are missing the mark with things I'm about to tell you regarding this podcast. And so the first challenge you have to overcome is this, thinking that your expertise in one area automatically means that you're an expert in everything. I see this often with intelligent people whereby they have extensive knowledge in a certain niche or industry and because they have that intelligence and those accolades and that experience they think that they are ex have expertise in everything this is a trap because what it does all it does is block you from being a student and block you from learning and block you from refining your skills and other areas that aren't proficient to you yet to actually get you to the point where you're an expert. And so you need to understand this. And 
what I'll also say with people who are high performers, who would, if you're listening to this and you fall in this category or you have these aspirations, you've got to understand what I'm about to say here. And it's this, that you might have some significant results already, whether it's with your health, your fitness, your business, your life, you might already be in shape. You might already be doing pretty damn well for yourself, or maybe you're on that path, or maybe you just have the aspiration to do so, but it comes at significant cost, far beyond what is healthy or truly sustainable for you and the trajectory and the vision for your life long term. So what I mean by this is you can see people go out there and they do a challenge and they get a result really quickly. But most people will not sustain it. It comes at a massive cost. And it's the same with entrepreneurs, professionals who are grinding away in their job. They're just not proficient with their routines. They're not proficient with how they think. Their thought processes, their cognitive processing is very slow because they do not know how to optimize their physiology. And so everything takes longer. Everything takes more mental effort. Everything leads to burnout faster. Everything is more difficult. So you might still achieve some of these results that you want, but it comes at much more of a cost than had you just refined your processes and got truly strategic and intentional. So what are the signs here? How do you know if you are just grinding away and if your processes are inefficient? So I'm going to give you a few biomarkers or a few litmus tests here so you know, okay, I'm probably not on a great trajectory. So the first thing is excess caffeine slash Ritalin slash stimulant uh, intake to arouse your nervous system to get you going. And then excessive, and I'll talk about what excessive looks like in a second, excessive alcohol, anxiety medications or sleep medications to help you bring down that sympathetic nervous system arousal it's also called uppers and downers basically and i found that if you are consuming more than one cup of coffee first thing in the morning if you're consuming mid-morning coffee lunchtime coffee mid-afternoon coffee um, and or you're over medicating with ritalin on top of that caffeine and then to get you down from that stimulant intake you are then consuming alcohol in any amount in the evenings consistently each day and or using sleeping medications that is a sign that you are losing efficiency and that you are performing at 50 percent or less of your true max output And what that means is that you grind as hard to get 50% of your total net result than if you truly optimize your physiology, step back, reconfigure your processes. So see that as a good thing, the fact that you are probably undershooting the mark big time when it comes to your total output. And that's really important to understand that because I've seen that the reason and the reason why I mention these things is because these things tend to be signifiers that your energy systems are way off kilter when it comes to your health. So it can mask all kinds of things. Whereas if your diet's not good, your sleep's not good, all of these other things are not good. These things you are taking will mask 
those biofeedback signals, which means that you won't be interested in trying to optimize your sleep, that you won't be interested in trying to optimize your micronutrient intake with your diet strategically to naturally increase your output and energy levels. So you don't need all this caffeine and all these uh, stimulants. And the reason why this matters is because quality of diet, quality of sleep, quality of recovery, all of these things massively contribute to your hormone profiles, your, your, your brain chemistry, your longevity, optimizing your blood work. All of these things will help you be a healthier person long term across the board. And straight out of the gate, if your blood work's not great, and you're on a bunch of different hormone replacements and you've got all these overlapping complexities and you're taking all these different prescription medications, but you're a high performer, that's a huge indication that things are off. It's a huge indication that you are massively missing the mark and you are not tapping into your potential straight out of the gate. So without even looking at the quality of your diet, without even looking at how you're training and the quality of your lifestyle and your habits, if you're taking a bunch of medications for a bunch of different um, challenges and you're consuming caffeine slash Ritalin, alcohol and anxiety medications and sleep medications, all of those things, it's a huge sign that things are off. And, but I will say also, the beauty of knowing that, first of all, isn't to, to, to recognize, oh God, I'm, I'm missing the mark so badly, I'm a failure. No, not at all. You need to reframe that. The, the good thing about this is to recognize that you have a lot of untapped potential. If you were listening to this and you were already doing a lot of those things well, then I'd be like, okay, look, now we really need to get into the nitty gritty in terms of you need to really start looking at how you're structuring your diet and how you're structuring your training and your recovery protocols and all these other things even more than someone who is what I just said. So why does this matter? Why is it important when it comes to achieving high quality of life? And, and what does a high quality of life even look like? So like typically for high performance professionals, entrepreneurs, people who have a lot of ambition, they want certain things. They want less stress. They want happiness. They want to feel like they're making progress. Remember, like Tony Robbins says, progress equals happiness. And I truly can see that. They also want to know that they are healthy while they're achieving these things. So they don't want to achieve these results, but at a cost that negates their long-term health away from their family and just away from longevity. And they want to know that they are producing at the highest level to create financial freedom for themselves and their family, to create financial stability, to have massive impact in the world with what they're contributing in terms of their knowledge, to just be positively impacting as many people as they can, to show up as a leader and to be a walking representation of everything that they value and more. And to me, that's inspiring. And so why does all this stuff matter? Because if you don't work on these things in terms of, and you, you can actually optimize everything I'm telling you right here, and I'm going to talk to you about that in a little bit more detail in a second. The reason why this matters is because after you do any challenge or after you do any sort of push where you're trying to change your habits, if you don't reconfigure these things properly and you don't truly understand the mechanisms that are driving a lot of these feedback loops, you will have massive rebounds after the fact. You'll do, you'll do that 75 hard challenge or you'll do that eight-week program or you'll do that one or two months of coaching and you'll be all, all in it, all motivated. I'm telling you, motivation 
is fickle. Motivation does not last. I saw a quote the other day, and it's just the truth. It says, motivation is for amateurs, discipline is for professionals. And part of that discipline comes back to this idea that if you're having massive rebounds or you're trying to make habits stick and you're deviating constantly, something is wrong with your processes and you need to get help. So part of it is a struggle to integrate into busy schedules and routines. So if you're working a really heavy workload and you have a very intense schedule, the reason why some of these things are creating a rebound is because you're trying to do what normal fitness people do. One of the things that makes me cringe is that within the normal, in the conventional fitness industry, you have these people that maybe don't have kids, they don't have families, they're not business owners and professionals, they're just Instagram stars. And they have two or three hours a day to train and film. They have all this extra time on their hands to just do all that stuff. And they forget that most people, one, don't have that excessive amount of time to contribute to what they think you should be doing. And the second thing is most people don't want to. Most people don't want to be training for two hours a day. I don't want to be doing that anymore. I used to do that. That's not me anymore. Give me 60 minutes of intentional work four, maybe five times a week and get me the maximum result with the minimum effective dose, sign me up. And that's how professionals, CEOs, entrepreneurs, high performers need to think. Minimum effective dose. You need to be looking at your processes and understanding how you can streamline habits, how you can habit stack, how you can become more efficient with everything that you do. So when you do integrate it in, it's not excessively time consuming when it doesn't wear out your excessive cognitive fuel in your mind. So you burn out really quickly. So that's really important. And I kind of touch and I'll touch on that in this podcast and I touch on it in some other podcasts as well. You need to go back and listen to all my stuff because all of these themes are laced amongst many of my episodes. And so it doesn't stick long term. The results don't stick long term. And what happens is, is that you end up grabbing food on the go all the time. I see this constantly with um, professionals as they're constantly grabbing food on the go, whether it's like a Chipotle burrito wrap or they're just grabbing everything on the go. The, the problem with that is you have no control over what's in it. You don't have control over all the extra oil that's in it, all those extra calories. You don't have control over the chemicals, the, the seasonings, all these different things that contribute to some of the reactions and negative reactions you're probably getting with your digestion, with your brain fog, with your mental clarity after you eat meals. And so you're constantly grabbing foods on the go because you're trying to shortcut the process and you don't understand that you can still make rapid meals easily if you have the right strategy. Cooking in the kitchen does not have to be a 30 to 60 minute laborious process. I'm here to tell you, the majority of my meals take anywhere from six to eight minutes tops to create. And I have lots of diversity and it's it's enjoyable for me. You have to start recognizing that what you've been doing to this point, where you're just grabbing meals on the go, things on the go, it's not working for you. 
And this endless need to try and biohack your way to avoiding the fundamentals is not working. I see this as a huge thing for a lot of professionals where they'll have all kinds of fancy gimmicks. All they have all the fitness equipment. They'll have all the pills and shakes and shake replacement systems. And they'll have tried all the different things. They'll have all the body wraps, everything you name it. They'll try all the different things as a way to try and biohack their way to health by avoiding key fundamentals that if you just knew how to streamline, you'd actually be able to integrate into your life long-term. And kind of visualize it like this. So think of this as, as the metaphor for what's happening. So you're like a drag car. You've ever seen those drag cars that just launch down the strip and right before the end, the parachute ejects to help them sl- stop and slow down. Well, you have all that power. You have all that drive. You all have all that focus. So like you're a, you're a beast when it comes to wanting to get things done. But you've accidentally ejected your parachute before you've even left the start line. So you're racing down the track, full throttle, pedal to the metal, (laughs) grinding away, and your parachute's out there causing tons of drag. Of course you're not going to win. Of course you're going to be redlining and wondering why you're only going half speed. Because all the inefficiencies in your routine, and I'll tell you this, you will have lots of inefficiencies you don't even realize. That's the hard part is you need mentors and experts to come in to shine light on the fluff that you can't even see is a problem. So that parachute is out. Tons of force and grind and huge drag slowing you down. So you might still cross the finish line and you might still cross the finish line with some decent speed, but the amount of force and grind to get there was immense. And so think of it like this, like where you're just like working wall to wall, meetings to meetings, you're just constantly going and you're thinking to yourself, when is this ever going to improve? Like I, I literally cannot, I cannot be more productive than what I'm doing right now. I'm maxed out. I'm maxed out and I'm losing time with things that truly matter to me, whether it's like your kids are growing up real quick or you've hit a cap, a ceiling on your income and you're like, I, I literally can't get past this because I, I don't have more time in the day I can actually allocate to uh, leveraging my skills. These things all contribute back to nutrition, training and smart systems. I'm here to tell you that when you improve your chemistry, you improve everything, including the, your cognitive ability, how quickly you can think, how accurately you can think, the quality of your thoughts drive your life. So what happens here? So burnout, an inability to sustain results, a constant attempt to biohack the process, but it's just not converting into real world results. And the cycle repeats. Guys, you've got to identify and trim the fluff. That's the first thing. And you've got to recognize also that your ax is super dull. And what I mean by this is earlier, and what led me down this path of bio-optimization and just ophthalmology around how do you optimize human physiology via smart lifestyle adaptation, environmental changes, nutrition and training, and mindset adaptation. How do you optimize and why? Because think of it like this. You're trying, it's just another metaphor for you. You're trying to bring down a tree, but your ax is really, really blunt. It's really dull. So you're swinging those 50 swings as hard as you can 
to bring down that tree when someone else has taken time to sharpen their axe and it's like a razor and they can bring it down with the same energy in five swings. So they'll still swing as hard, but they'll bring it down in five. You bring it down in 50. You might still get the tree down, which looks like the result. It looks like the transformation or it looks like the, the target hit in your business or whatever. But the amount of force and energy and grind required to achieve that is monumentally difficult to sustain. And the reason why this is so important to me is because I suffered through this early on. When I first began my journey into fitness and health and into entrepreneurship, I fell prey to all of this where I was training longer than I needed to. I was more worried and obsessive about counting calories and macros and all these things that most people do. And I was also spending tons of time grinding away within my business, trying to focus, but I felt tired all the time. I was taking naps. I just didn't feel good. I needed too much caffeine in the morning to get me going. I needed sleeping pills to help me relax or calm down in the evening. And so I was constantly fighting my own biology. And it just led me to this place where I felt perpetually burned out. And that sucks. It's not good when you're there, right? And maybe you're there right now. And the reason why I share this with you is because I get it. I get the struggle. I get the challenges. And just know that if someone like me was able to change, you're completely capable of change as well. And it doesn't have to happen overnight. And it won't happen overnight. Usually it doesn't. Usually it's a cascade of strategies and layers that stack on top of each other over time. And so the core pillars around nutrition, training, mindset, environment, all those things that I mentioned, you need to go back to previous episodes and listen to all my episodes on nutrition, on micronutrients, on eating the rainbow, my rainbow theory, my rainbow concept, and green light foods and stacking green light foods with the rainbow. And the reason why all this stuff matters is because the more nutrient variety and the more colors that you can get into your diet and the more clean your plant-based diet looks, the better your hormone and neurochemistry is going to be, period. And it's going to improve your recovery and that is going to allow you to train at a higher intensity in less time to optimize hormone pathways that way and insulin sensitivity that way that then is going to translate to even better results. So it's kind of like things stack on top of each other. So one thing helps another thing. So optimizing your nutrition is going to help with insulin sensitivity and uh, blood glucose control, which is going to improve your mental clarity and thought processing. This is going to also improve the, all, the, all the micronutrients, your recovery. So you can train harder in less time. So you're going to get some time back and you will optimize your hormone profiles with the smart training, which then allows you to optimize your body composition faster, which is in, in turn going to optimize your blood work faster. Can you see how even these two things are interrelated deeply? And then your environment Sun exposure, fresh air, artificial light, EMFs, electromagnetic fields, pollutants and chemicals in your environment. Can you mitigate or improve these things? Because that in turn will also stack on top of these other things and improve those things. All of these things tie together. And the first thing is to understand that your mindset is driving this ship. You can have the best radar in the world and the best map in that ship, but if the captain's drunk, you're still going to hit the rocks. So the mindset stuff, 
is fundamentally tied into all of this, these processes around reframing your challenges, around recognizing that even mentors need mentors, around that you're doing things right now that you think are needed or efficient that are completely inefficient and not needed for your result. And in fact, I would argue most people do this. Most people, what they think they're doing well, I see them post on social media and I'm like, that's way, it's, it's not even close to what you could be doing um, in terms of optimizing your output and potential if you've got the right plan. The first thing I will tell you is consistent sleep-wake cycles, circadian timing. So if you can get consistent sleep-wake cycles down and optimize that circadian timing, that tends to then flow over to everything else positively. It reduces cravings, it improves insulin sensitivity, it reduces brain fog, it starts to improve all your metrics. And that is very powerful. But not everyone has that luxury. Some people, if you're working night shifts, you're working long shifts, whatever it looks like for you, there's going to be areas you need to pivot. So you may not necessarily be able to optimize your sleep-wake cycles like someone else. But that's when you really need to optimize your training and nutrition, those variables that you can control or your mindset. Some people might not be able to necessarily change their environment. Maybe you're working in a hospital. Maybe you're working in an environment where you don't have necessarily tons of control over all the chemicals in the environment or how much sunlight you always get. That's when you need to optimize these other variables properly. It's really important to understand that if you've been grinding repeating and doing the same things is going to result in the same outcomes. And how does that quote go? It's like doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different outcome is the definition of insanity. And so we've got to understand that we need to step back. If you, if you checked any of those boxes I mentioned at the start, that's a problem. And so the core pillars, remember, opting for as many whole plant foods as you can, getting as many colors into your diet as you can. Previous episodes, I talk about this in depth. If your gut health is not good, your energy levels will not be good. There's a, there's a, there's a total connection there. So when your gut health is off, and when you're getting bloating or digestive problems, usually you'll get brain fog or other cognitive challenges that will further impair your output. So you need to work on optimizing your gut health, optimizing the triggers. You, you might be consuming things that are causing triggers for you. Optimizing your training. A lot of people just throw the weight around. They either don't train at all, which is a huge issue. If you're not training or you're inconsistent with your training, that's a huge issue because often we can't think our way out of challenges. We need to move our body, which then moves our cognitive state. And also, the people who are training, I find there's a lot of fluff. There's a lot of extra stuff in there. The workouts are 60 minutes long, but they only really did like 10 or 20 minutes of proper work. And so you need to trim back all the fluff, get really intentional about what you're doing to get the, to get the freaking result. That's what it's going to take, but you need a proper strategy. And it all comes back to mindset and environment, really, where one of the most potent things I've done is my ability to reframe challenges, but also do habit stacks. So I do things in clusters where I will do one action, which triggers another action, which triggers another action. So I'm doing a multitude of habits in a cluster rather than thinking of them as independent things. Because remember this, you have a finite amount of cognitive energy. And so if you're doing everything haphazardly and you have no systems or routines or habit loops to anything, you're consciously having to think about everything you were doing in your prefrontal cortex. 
what that does is that drains your cognitive fuel tank. So by lunchtime, you are tapped out. And that's when you reach for the caffeine and the sugar. So you need better systems. And that's why I'm telling you, if you're a high performer or a high achiever or someone who is passionate about achieving a lot of stuff in your life, you need to get my mentorship. I've spent years working on and perfecting these systems in my own life and teaching them to our students to make sure that they break through and have massive increases in their output and their productivity and the quality of their life alongside an amazing physical transformation. I often tell people when they come to me, I'm like, the physical transformation is great, but I want to give you a truly amazing life where your energy is through the roof and you feel like you could do anything. Most people aren't even close to that. Especially people who get a really great transformation, they usually feel terrible. If you ask anyone who's got a great transformation in the fitness industry sharing it, they're probably on tons of stimulants, feel terrible, taking tons of fat burners. It's terrible. It's not good. It's not impressive to me at all. What's impressive to me is someone who does the groundwork and understands these systems. And that comes back to you recognizing that if you want to break through and achieve at a high level, you're going to need to have people in your corner shining light on the systems that are not working and helping you connect the dots with your biofeedback to craft out and curate the right blueprint for you. And that's what I do at the highest level. I coach people through my signature one-on-one process called Peak VegX, where it's all about high performance. Yeah, you're going to get the physical transformation, but you're going to get the most insane personal transformation ever, where I raise your baseline and all of these core pillars I talk about. And beyond. Yeah, the standards are high. But as a high performer, as someone who wants to achieve a lot in their life, you already have that fire. That's the thing. You already have that fire. You just need someone to direct that energy. Otherwise, you're going to continue to burn out. You're going to continue to use exogenous stimulants and sedatives to help you function. And you're never going to get to that place where you actually feel like it's sustainable. It's always going to feel frantic and chaotic and rushed. That is not good, my friend. So realize this. Go back and listen to all of season one and two of my podcast where I talk about everything around biofeedback, nutrition, nutrient timing, all of this stuff. All this stuff relates to this. This is like the pinnacle. This is the peak of what I'm talking about. People don't understand that. And within the vegan fitness space, this is not talked about because at this level, Very few people understand chemistry and ophthalmology at this level like I do because I've spent years studying this stuff and learning from gurus and implementing and testing on myself and testing on our students and seeing the real world positive changes in myself and in the people we guide to know that this is absolutely possible for you. So if anything that I've said to you today resonates, reach out and let's have a conversation about Peak VegX. Because it could change your life. And if you want to improve your output and outcomes and have more time freedom and more financial freedom and more connection with your family and people you care about and not feel so chaotic with your life and your routines and your health, this could be the thing that changes it all for you. So go out there, listen to my other podcasts, contemplate, I've said everything in this podcast today, contemplate it all and take some action and message me today and let's start that conversation 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at EvolvingAlpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.